Hello and welcome to Inverticast. I am here with Simon from the Mantis Garden. Um, and we are, oh no, too much excitement. So sorry. <laughs> In any case, this is the holiday special. Welcome, Simon. I apologize for my animals in the background. Hi. <laughs> and um, okay, so our holiday special. What do you think inverts have in common with Christmas? Well, I it sounds like nothing. Everyone thinks of, of inverts and that at Christmas. If you're not getting us a present, which I hope I am. You just don't yeah. think they're ever going to be around because it's winter, it's cold, and there's no inverts. But, as you know, there is. Christmas spider? Yeah, the Christmas spider. Um, well, a lot of time, you know, during winter, we <laughs> we bring um, a, like a Christmas tree into our home, right? Some people call it a Christmas tree. Other people call it a Yule log. And yeah, you have one there. It's very, very nice. And I see that it has some tinsel. Is that tinsel? It certainly is, yeah. It could be spider webbing, though. It, it very well could be, if you know the story of the Christmas spider. So it is actually a European folklore dating back pretty far. Uh, I couldn't find an exact date. If you have an exact date, I don't know. It was around about the Middle Ages in Western Ukraine. Right. Okay. I found the. Yes. So essentially, what it is is that a mother and her family and was just they're poor and they were sad that um, they didn't have anything to like give each other or decorate their tree, and so. The Christmas Eve, essentially, a friendly spider that came down and covered the tree in the spider webs and made it all tinsely and beautiful in the morning light when the morning sun hit the dew on the webs. And so that is basically the birth of the Christmas spider. And the family was super happy and to, you know, to see that. And then they were also, also very prosperous after that. They never had a poor Christmas. Ever again. <laughs> and that's where tinsel comes from. Oh, it's one of the the myths or legends where tinsel comes from. Because, you know, yeah. why we put tinsel on a tree, nobody seems to know. You know, just to make it look pretty. But there's actually a story and a reason behind it. It goes all the way back to the Ukraine in the Middle Ages and this little story about the Christmas spider and the sunlight on the webs. And yeah, that's how we get the tinsel. Which is awesome. I need to know where these come from. I, I don't. I have no idea why we put Christmas baubles on. So I'm going to check that later. I know it's nothing to do with inverts, but I'm going to check anyway. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know where the bulbs come from either. But I'm I'm wondering if it has something to do with mantises, like the Uthikas or something. It could well do because, as you see right here, I have an Uthika in this Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> Right. Mitchell kindly laid for me. Uh, and now my Christmas tree is now a mantis tree. So this can also <laughs> happen to you if you're getting your Christmas tree real and live and from outside. Uh, yeah, ab ab 
uh, it's really it's funny that you mentioned that because I had this great video and uh, it was actually a newscast from here in the states. I believe it was actually in uh, New Jersey, which is kind of weird, <laughs> all the way north like that. Ah, uh, thought it was northeast, isn't it? Northeast corner. Yeah, northeast. Yeah. Yep, yep. And so, any in any case, this newscast reported on a family in New Jersey who brought home a Christmas tree, and they got it pretty much set up in the house, and an Uthaka burst open and hatched in their house. And it was pretty funny because, like, they, they had the reports of the people who saw it, who the family that was there. They were like, they just started running everywhere, and it was really scary. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> and I just, it made me laugh because it's, I feel like the media was still, is still prop, propagating those negative stereotypes about insects and inverts in general, you know? I, I've seen I've seen another one uh, of that another newscast of it. I've seen a few of them actually. In, in okay. Where you brought the trees in, and you brought it into a nice warm house, and of course the Utica and the guys in the Utica are thinking, "Dude, it's spring, it's time to go up." <laughs> so you know they're all going to hatch out, and and people like panic and think, "Oh God, I've got house full of praying mantis." That's a good thing. That means you've right. got. You've got no flies, you've got no spiders, you've got no aphids, you've got no nothing because you've got praying mantis all over the house. That's great. You know? I think so too. Things are going to eat all your books. Right. So, <laughs> don't complain. Be happy. And for God's sake, please don't kill them. Don't go around with your slipper. All right? They're fine. They won't hurt you. Well, That's I agree. Later on in the video, unfortunately, the newscaster actually found ways to debugify your Christmas tree. And he basically took it and just like held it by the the main stalk, you know, through the tree and like bang, you know, just lifted it up and banged it down on the ground as hard as he could, like three times. He said that should shake everything out. And I was just like, oh, but those are babies. <laughs> What the heck? Well, it's, it's not only that. I mean, you've got you've got some mantis over there that are, are quite rare. Um, mm -hmm. You've got you've got your own Carolina mantis, which is is yeah. you know, taken by the European by the Chinese mantis. So you know how many of these are laying new figures on Christmas trees? You're cutting them down, bring them in the house, and you're getting rid of these mantis. They're quite mm -hmm. important to you know keep them where they are. It'd be a wise idea when you go and chop a tree down to check the tree before you do any chopping. If there's a new on it, move along. Leave it alone. Instead of, you know, trying to cut them down all the time. Really annoys me. I don't like people who have real Christmas trees. You need plastic ones like this one. No, I absolutely agree. It really annoys me as well because, I mean, it, growing up in the 80s, we had real trees, and I think that was also before you know, mostly before artificial trees were really a thing. Um, but I, I don't remember ever having any kind of inverts coming out of the tree when I was growing up, but of course it was possible. Like I'm sure there were spiders or something that got in there, but I just remember, you know, hating how much we had to water this tree and take care of it and prune it and, 
look after it and all these things. Like, yeah, sure, it smelled great in the house and it made Christmas like feel extra cozy a little bit. But you get that same feeling with an artificial tree. And you can get like those candles from, you know, um, here we have Bath and Body Works and they uh, they make the most beautiful candles in the world because they just smell incredible. I love them. If you want that Christmas piney smell, they got a candle for it. So, uh, yeah, there's just just no need for... My wife makes those candles in the shape of Christmas trees. Oh, really? Oh, Christmas, yeah, the smell of pine and whatnot. So, yeah. She, she uh, those, so we have those. I haven't got one here. I should have thought about that because she has got some. I should have thought about it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Christmas trees, they look really cool. And uh, it, it's its adding. I mean, if you, if you call yourself environmentally friendly uh, and you're against climate change, why on earth would you want them to chop trees down? Just, right. just so you have one in the corner of a room for two weeks or so. Or, you know, why, why would you do this? And you're damaging, like, the inverts and everything because they're not going to survive. They come in your house. They're coming from the cold. You're geared up for the cold. You bring them in your house. You warm it up. They hatch. Mm-hmm. You're either going to flatten them with your slipper or they're just going to die off anyway instead of reproducing in the wild where they're supposed to bloody be. Leave them there. Anyway, right. that's I have something that you absolutely detest, Simon. It's just for you for Christmas. Is that a spider? (laughs) Oh, oh, no. No, no. Leave them in the wild in Africa where they're supposed to be. (laughs) Don't bring those in your house. They're awful. They're also a danger to Christmas trees. They can be, absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's the pretty tinsel that they like to get. (laughs) those are cute i love them but yes artificial trees please (laughs) (laughs) i just had to share that we have a christmas kitten um his name is apollo he's super sweet and i i love cats despite whatever simon says i think cats are awesome they are the best friends they they teach you boundaries. They have a language that it's completely their own. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know what to say about cats because you know and there's so many reasons why I don't like cats, and most of it is because of environmental reasons. But you know, if you like them, you like them. And it, but please, if you've got a cat, keep it in your house. Do not. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people have this habit of saying, I've got a cat and it's only in an hour a day and then they kick it outside and then it's killing things all the time. It's killing birds, it's killing lizards, it's killing frogs. It's Well, in your case, it's probably killing small snakes as well. And it's, it's killing bugs. So it's interesting that you say that because cats are known to be like one of the most invasive species on Earth. Yeah. Uh, they are. Yeah. However, it's, it's I will say that they have cats. had. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but they've had a lot of like, her, uh, you know, cultural and her, 
uh, ties with our heritage over time. Like the Vikings kept cats on their ships to, you know, basically eliminate the mice and rat population on the ships that would happen, in which that also helps to reduce chances of plague or really gross, in, you know, like bad sicknesses on ships. Except for, what was it, rickets? I think you need you need more sustenance than just <laughs> bread and water. But in any case, cats are just an integral part of human culture and, like, human heritage. Um, they trace them all the way back to, to the ancient times and the Egyptians. And I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from. If you're allergic to cats, that's, that's one thing. And it's okay. I totally get that. But also, say, also speaking on keeping your cats indoors, it actually helps protect, definitely helps protect uh, the wildlife outside, like the birds and the lizards, as Simon was saying. But it also helps protect your cat because um, there are like other feral cats out there and they will, you know, bite your cat and then your cat comes home injured. So. Uh, and particularly in the winter and, and fall months, because people can also be cruel. Not saying that you are, Simon, because you're not. Just <laughs> protect your cats. Yeah, keep them inside. That's all I ask. Just keep them yeah. inside. Pet, keep it inside. Wouldn't be very happy if Alexa and Angela are out in your back garden. So please, keep your cat inside. It's only fair. Well, we got a tiny bit off topic, but I just a just a hair. But I also wanted to talk to you about these what, as you said, absolutely metal ants on Christmas Island. Oh yeah, yeah, there is. <laughs> I I uh, completely forgot about that. Forgot about that subject, and that was probably the first thing we talked about together. When we thought about doing this, I, and uh, I completely forgot about them, to be honest. But yeah, oh, no. <laughs> tough little ants, yeah, yeah, that do the business over there. And if Bast is around, I don't, I don't think he is because he's uh, he went out last night. So, but if he's around, he probably tells what ants they are on Christmas Island and uh, etc. Because I, I haven't got a clue. I've got to be honest. Well, I did a little bit of research. I didn't quite get the exact species name, unfortunately. But I did find that Christmas Island is obviously named after Christmas, but it was because of the explorer who discovered the island. It was Christmas Day. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, let's just name this island Christmas Island. Okay, cool. So... <laughs> After that, unfortunately, because of his presence on the island, he was essentially transporting these this ant species of like red ants to various locations throughout the world as he was exploring. And so they are an invasive species, so they're not native to Christmas Island. And they are actually very destructive to the vampire crab. Or is it the vampire crabs? There's a type of, it's either vampire crabs or uh, Christmas crabs. Or they don't call, yeah. But in any case, there's this one type of crab that only live on this island. 
and because of the ants, they are learning new adaptions to get, you know, to survive because the ant population is actually really hindering theirs. So they are outperforming another species for those desirable resources. That goes back to, like I saying before, with your mantis in, in the USA, you've got the Chinese and European mantis doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they've turned up on the boats and they're ruining your native population of mantis because they're outnumbering them, they're eating them, they're outbreeding them. And, and you know, it's the same with the ants, isn't it? You know, they're, they're turning up an island and it's perfect for them. It's probably warmer than where they come from. And um, if you know yeah. anything about inverts, of course, well, you should do because you're watching this. The heat is uh, a big thing. Metabolism increases, so they produce more. And by the other, you end up with an invasive species that's absolutely destructive. And that is the ants on Christmas Island. Right. So destructive. Or, I think I was called Natal, isn't it? In, in, uh, yeah, I think that's what it was really called originally. Oh, yes. It was uh, Megalene who discovered it, I think. Mm -hmm. I believe so, Magellan. And, and yeah, you call him Magellan, don't you? Um, <laughs> yeah. And he discovered it and it, on Christmas Day, as you say, and it, I think it was called Natal. And, uh, yeah. But that's, that was the original story. So it's, it's, uh, it's the Portuguese fault. Like the ants on Christmas Islands are ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, other than that, I didn't find much else about inverts and Christmas, except for, you know, the things that you mentioned mostly. Um, I'm sure I could have found more. I'm I sure. That is, um, if, you, if you skip the word Christmas. Uh -huh. It helps because Christmas is, is generally a Christian time. Right. There's the only idea about Christian, but obviously Christmas is nothing to do with uh, Christians. The Christmas time is to do with the winter solstice and about the pagan religions that was around at that time. And mm -hmm. the Romans moved the festival in the hope that if they clashed on the same day, we'd start believing in Christmas instead of the actual pagan ritual that we was doing at the time. So there are plenty of other myths and legends regarding bugs around the Christmas period, which is the winter solstice period. There was already a thing before Christmas. Mm -hmm. since the ladybirds. Uh, ladybirds lady were after the Romans, um, decided it was going to be Christians. And after everybody started coming here and, and waving the flags of Christianity, the, the ladybird, people used to pray in summer to get rid of the, the aphids on their crops. And they'd pray for ladybirds and ladybirds or ladybugs, as you call them, mm -hmm. would, would, would come down. And they thought that was an act of God because they'd been praying. They thought the ladybirds come, ate all the aphids because they'd prayed. So oh, that's beautiful. Got, and it got its name from Lady Bug. And it was, oh, it used to be called um, 
the Virgin Lady Mary book. And it was shortened eventually. It's a lady book. So lady books do appear at Christmas because of that. So sometimes in some regions, you'll see lady books on Christmas trees, like decorations of lady books. And I think I need book, one. <laughs> there is a legend in Yorkshire. And I do believe the Vikings brought this one over. I think it's also uh, around Denmark as well, etc. And that was about the Christmas wasp, which is a weird one. Because you just don't expect what to have anything to do with Christmas. No. But there is a, a nice little story about um, a rich family who, if I remember rightly, they one of them was dying, and to prevent the the, the ghost, I think it was coming and taking the soul, they kept a wasp at Christmas in a jar. To sting the ghost on the nose, to put it off, and that if it stung the ghost on the nose, that person got another Christmas out of it. This is a really freaky one. There's so many different stories and versions of that that particular Christmas wasp legend. It's pretty hard to pin one down. So it was the same with the um, it was the same with the Christmas spider. There were a lot of different versions from different like parts of Europe and whatnot that just tiny little variations, you know, and I, I actually really like that. And I, I wonder too, if one of those variations wasn't that there were like egg sacs of little tiny spiders and that's what the bulbs were. And then they hatched overnight maybe, and they helped pull the tinsel around. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it sounds cute to me because I like spiders. <laughs> But evidently, somebody's passing me a piece of paper and they think I can actually read what's on it. I'm crumbling. What? I'm crumbling with a thing. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, he'll know. Then. Yeah, he'll went. Ah. Okay, now I think one back roll on the tree. Uh, <laughs> Paul, you're there. What, what species of ants is it on Christmas Island that we're talking about? Please let us know. Right. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, here you are. Uh, yes, the species of ant that's invasive, it's a red ant. Uh, that... Have we not got a name? No scientific name, Paul? Nothing? I don't know. Oh, he doesn't like being called out. Called out. <laughs> Just we, can't staff, we can't get the staff, that's British. I don't know what to say. Did you hear about a Christmas bee also? That's a little weird one. It's a little British one. Um, that's a, a, another, again, back to the pagan times before Christianity came over. Uh, and it was a, a, a Celtic thing, which is a Christmas bee. I don't know much about that one, to be honest. But I do know there was a Christmas bee. And in some countries, they still put beans on their Christmas tree. Oh, that's cool. Which I like I, that. I saw, speaking of things to put on people's Christmas trees or we can call them Yule trees. I think, does Kwanzaa have I know Hanukkah has the menorah, so the, another great gift idea for, for Hanukkah would be uh, I have seen these felt bees that are basically handmade, but they go, the money that you spend on them goes to a good cause. Um, they're basically like a fundraising type of thing, um, but 
you can get those and use them as ornaments on your tree. Absolutely. I'm sure you can find, uh, you know, felted mantises and felted spiders that would look really awesome on a Christmas tree. Well, I've got real ones on mine. <laughs> well, you're just lucky like that. Okay. We're not all lucky like yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, like mantises living in the Christmas tree because, you know, why not? If you've got them, you might as well. It's perfect for them. Home from exactly. Home. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's really cool. But speaking of mantises, you know we haven't done an episode on mantises yet. We've spoken to you as a guest, I know, uh, before we were in Verticast. Um, but we haven't actually talked about mantises, so maybe that should be an upcoming topic. What do you think, Simon? I hope for that, obviously. I mean, you're going to talk about Mantis, you better book a, a four-hour stream and uh, you just have to sit there in the chair and let me waffle on because well, I wouldn't shut up. Oh, hey. Okay, so we figured out we got the scientific name of the Christmas Island ants that are invasive. So they are Cynoloptus. Invicto? Invicto. Oh, the fire ant. That's the, that's the fire ant, isn't it? Invicto. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Would that be the European fire ant? Because I know you have the fire ant as well, don't you? But I think there's a, I think Solenopsis Invicto is the European fire ant. Is it not? Is it? Is uh, it European? Because I thought it was from South America. I, I've seen them in Portugal. So, well, I, you know, to be honest, they could be the European. Yeah, Sorry? they could be the European fire ant, and that's just where Magellan <laughs> spread them all around, you know? In Portugal. So, you know, there's yeah. a good chance that Adri brought them back. Oh, oh, they actually native there. I don't know. But, uh, that's where he set off from. I've seen them. I've seen definitely seen them there. They're monsters. Swords of the ants. They're really monsters. I, I was amazed. I'd never seen it. And I, I when when we was there, it was like running across the floor. I'm like, what the hell's that? And when we when I looked wow. at it, it was uh, it was a fire ant. So yeah, I'm looking over there because my screen is over there. By the way, so no, um, I know. <laughs> I can't help it. I, I can't help it because I'm like, it's like when you speak, you automatically want to look at somebody who's speaking to you. Of course, so I, right? <laughs> there, that's why you can see the side of my head. <laughs> I should be looking this way. I'm not so, for everybody listening and who can't he, who can't see us, who might not be able to see us because they're listening on the podcast. Um, <laughs> Simon is essentially facing away from me, but only. A little bit, and <laughs> so he was just uh, making sure that everyone on the YouTube uh, stream knew that it was just because his his screen is off off center just a little bit, so he has to look over. He's not he's not just talking to a ghost. <laughs> oh wait, Aunt Rambling is correcting himself. He says, "Oh, I didn't realize you met on Christmas Island." Yeah, we were. Yeah, so it's not the European one. 
So it's not the solenopsis in vitro. Mm -mm. I'm so confused at this present moment in time. I know. I'm always learning things and I love it. Thank you so much, Aunt Rambling, for being here and helping to teach us new things. Yeah, cheers, Paul. I, I don't really know much about ants. I've got to admit, I, I don't know about ants, but I don't know about the different species. There's so many of them. I have some here. Um, I have a few colonies here of ants, but after that, I'm like, oh, I, I don't really know any. And I've got friends, I can speak to them, and they just rattle these names off. Oh, <laughs> uh, you lost me now. I've gone. That's it. You know. <laughs> they all look the same to me, to be honest. It's either black, it's red, or it's brown. Oh, it. okay. So I found them. They're actually called uh, the Yellow Crazy Ant on Christmas <laughs> Island. Um, let's see if I can find the scientific name. Uh, yellow Crazy Ants. Oh, Crazy Ants. Mm-hmm, the Yellow Crazy Ants. I thought you said creepy. I thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my bad. No, but Ant Rambling says they are a big problem in Australia and the U.S. I have, I did read an article that said that they have been an issue, but I, I read the article about what Australia and New Zealand are trying to do about that problem. So, yeah, they're actually bringing in wasps. So speaking of Christmas wasps, um, this is good news. Excuse me, I'm burping. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> Australia is bringing in wasps to kill the yellow crazy ants that are killing the pop, the spectacular population of Christmas crabs that live on the island. So, I don't know so if the wasps are helping. The old woman that swallowed the fly. The old woman that swallowed the fly. The, the old rhyme. That's what you've got going on there, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. And a spider and <laughs> it's just going to carry on. You know, we brought this in to kill this. We brought this in to kill this. And it just carries mm -hmm. on and on lots of snowballs. Mm -hmm. It does, because the, uh, they have found that bees are able to hybridize. That's why we have the um, Africanized killer bees or whatever. I mean, that's that's basically what they call them in the news and stuff, but it's they're actually honeybees that pumped up with steroids is <laughs> it like yeah don't want that on your tree <laughs> yeah okay so is get ant ramblings on one week and he can ramble on about ants can we something like right? that because he knows quite yeah. a lot about ants and he mm -hmm. can waffle on about them and teach us both about ants yeah so, um, since it is that holiday season, Simon, I was wondering if you have any suggestions about the best gifts that you could give somebody like us who, for you, like the best gifts for a mantid keeper. Uh, for me, or a mantid keeper? For me, I've got a vinegar room um, or a wick scorpion. But... For anybody else, uh, that's just keeper. Probably enclosures. They're a good static one that you can actually wrap 
I think one of the problems is with with invert keepers. If you buy them an invert, you've got to give it in before Christmas, which you know, it's it's not a wrappable present, is it? No, not really. <laughs> so you know, you've only got like things like you know, oh, I've got, I've got you this enclosure. You've got to keep your ears to the ground. And listen, what they want, you know, what they're mm -hmm. saying. Like, oh, I need some more enclosures here, or I need some lighting, or I need some heating, or something. And you've got to listen to that and think, well, I'll get that then. You know, but I can tell you now that 90% of us just want inverts and we don't care if it's a week early or two weeks early. We want things with legs uh, and not static things because we always feel like we can buy them ourselves. I agree. I totally agree. I, 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 I have found that to be very true in my own life as well. Like some of the best gifts are, of course, the inverts. Um, and they, they just, you can't wrap them and hide them under the tree. It just doesn't work because they will die probably. Uh, so don't do that. But yeah, I agree. Like getting inverts is great. You know, another super awesome gift for someone like us, um, would be like, maybe you've been saving up your big Cheeto puff container uh for for this moment those things make really great enclosures for our boreal spiders and i mean i love them because then i can customize the air holes how i want them that kind of ventilation um so yeah there's those or you could just like buy you know enclosures <laughs> no i like it because it gives everybody the option then i mean like even kids can have the option then of giving it because it's it's pretty much a free present, isn't it? Mm -hmm. you know, here's, here's some uh, here's some jars I've saved for you. The thought is still there, mm -hmm. and it's the present is free. So yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty cool, and and we always appreciate containers you can put books in. We're never going to look at it and go, "Oh, a jar." You know, it's oh, a jar. I can put X in there. <laughs> yeah, it, it I makes do. Life makes my day yeah uh, <laughs> most certainly so i yeah i don't know simon i think that this has been kind of a short and sweet holiday special but yeah, i really I, appreciate yeah. i'm sorry no i think we've got we've got a we've got a bit of a an extra delay i think and it's not been it's it's been quite difficult to do this one I'm well, sorry about that. What a drag. Yeah. No, it's been difficult to do because of the delay in, in, in it's, it's just makes it hard work, doesn't it? When you try to talk and then, and it's a few seconds in between each. And yes, most back. certainly. So yeah, it has been short and sweet, but yeah, as you were saying, I think it's great, though. We got to uncover the Christmas spider uh, folklore and kind of talk about that, where that comes from, and, and make our own speculations about, like, the Christmas bulbs. I think that was fun. I really enjoyed that with you, Simon. Thank you. You know what? I also wanted to say that I really missed you last week interviewing Ryan because he was a lot of fun. If you guys missed last week's episode, um, it was pretty cool, but... I just feel like Simon's presence would have would have enhanced. Thank you. I, I would have enjoyed it. I, mean, I sat here, as you know, I sat here and watched it. 
Um, and this, I was thinking it was going to be really deep on spiders, really deep, well, not just spiders, but tarantulas. And when you said, do you not want to bother? I'm thinking, ah, if it's going to be that deep on tarantulas, I'm just going to be talking rubbish. But then I realized <laughs> ten, 10 minutes into it, I thought, I want to go on now. Because it, was, it wasn't just about tarantulas. It was more about keeping them up, more about the invert world. Uh, and you know everything really it, it was great i really enjoyed that one i thought it was, it was fantastic so if you missed it get your books that's it that's the word i'm looking for get your books <laughs> and have a look and uh give it a click i hope i can say that yeah i, I don't know oh, oh. great <laughs> yeah definitely you know what aunt ramblings just said that I have to treat myself to inverts for Christmas. I mean, go for it. If you can, do it. <laughs> got to be done. Got to be done. I, I've not got anything for a while now. Uh, nothing for me. It's all stock. Uh, I haven't got anything as a pet for a while. So oh, yeah. I'm due a pet. I'm due a pet. Mm. Well, good. I know you've been hatching a lot of oods, so that's that's awesome news. I that's what you've got going on. I know you had, didn't you have the ghost mantises last night or yesterday yesterday afternoon? Uh, ghost mantis and desiccators and another desiccator earlier in the week. Um, got spogro mantis and uh, another ghost mantis too now. And this guy was due yesterday, so mm -hmm. it's going to be crazy. I've gotten due on Christmas Day, so, you know, it's just nuts. And, of course, you've got <laughs> people putting orders in that they want before before Christmas. Yeah. Know, not yeah. realizing that you're at the mercy of the post office, the postal service. You know, when they stop, I've got to stop. I can't, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. So oh, yeah, holidays. It's, it's, okay. it's an absolute crazy time, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. You've got Mitch's stream as well, which which snatches quite a lot of your, your time because that's every night, apart from tonight. Well, I, you know what? I'm not going to talk on that. I'm not going to speak on that. I don't want to like have a stream off with somebody whose stream is like much larger than ours. Um, but I will say that I appreciate our stream and everybody who comes and watches us like they always contribute really great information and a lot of fun to our conversations so keep coming guys it's only going to get better like it, it we have a decent fan base where we're doing things we're talking about inverts and that's something that some of these other streamers aren't doing and i think that's what makes inverticast a little more unique and a lot of fun so lighten up, Simon. All right. <laughs> Never. Oh my gosh, you grumpy guys. <laughs> yeah, I need to um, definitely, definitely need people to get sharing this because we we don't really push it out as much as we should. Um, but yeah, need need people to get. No, sharing. I agree. Let them know. That's maybe even come up with subjects themselves and say have you thought about doing this or this or this here's some information you know a bit mm -hmm. of research on this 
it, it would be it would be a great help if people wanted to you know join in and send things you know that would be awesome like right. what we knew about christmas spider is obviously what we've researched like but if you're from the ukraine you know all about it and tell us the story you know that sort of thing it's yeah that, that well, would be you know that that would be great if it's first hand from your culture or first hand from you know if you if we're talking about a mantis from malaysia and you live in malaysia tell us tell us what the, the you know what's going on what it really absolutely likes. absolutely come and talk to us we're very receptive Obviously, I highlight comments and I address questions pretty quickly as well as best as I can. Sometimes I do get kind of distracted because we are in a live and, you know, I'm trying to coax Simon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you've got that and you've got the delay. Right. So, so sometimes, sometimes you, you're, you're trying to coax me to, okay, start talking now. And I don't know. <laughs> If that's a delay, or you want me to start talking, because <laughs> I don't want to talk over the top here. So I just pause right. for a moment and begin. Am I supposed to do now? <laughs> so you have to come up with a little light you can press, and it comes up here and says, Right, you're on air. And that, that would work. That would work. Yeah. <laughs> this little guy is just causing so many problems right now. He's just, you know. Oh, cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah Apollo. So many problems right now. Yeah, all of them, every single one. Yeah, <laughs> little hairballs. Little yeah. hairballs. <laughs> Look at him though; he's so funny. Like, anyhow, <laughs> my partner's <I> coming to. Funny, <laughs> she's a cat. I can mm -hmm. say. Yeah. He's really cute and he's super cheeky and like he just he causes trouble. He's kind of a little menace, but we love him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it's your pet. It's uh, it's not mine. Yeah. I mean, if no, I'm, I'm not David's saying that's... little devil says that he's always got a delay when he's chatting with U.S. buddies or American buddies. So you're not alone in this, Simon. And I I see and respect the delay. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's quite difficult to know when to talk, I and mean, it it really is. Uh, it it can be a bit confusing, and you get that that break of a couple of seconds in between, and it sounds like oh my god, they've run out of things to say. We haven't. I will never run out of things to say. You can trust me on that one. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. It's just uh, waiting. To make sure it's my turn to prattle on, so that's that's basically what the delay causes is that little little pause in between now and again where I don't know whether that's my cue. It happens, and you're you do a really great job, also though, of you know contributing to the conversation. So I really really appreciate it and respect it. But yeah, so uh. Awesome holiday special. Thanks so much for being here, Simon. As always, the the inverted uh, invertebrate stories that we found of the folklore and the cultural significance behind those has been awesome. So I really appreciate it. So I am going to promote. We're going to do our our shameless plug. Yeah. Okay. Don't buy anything else off me this year. 
<laughs> just just go on our YouTube channel. No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, like and subscribe to the Man Mantis Garden because Simon is just cool. Uh, obviously, like and subscribe Inverticast because we're bringing you cool invert information. And I don't know. You like it. So also check out Tarantulia because that's where I'm at. I think this next week on, I'm going to try for Friday. Uh, but in any case, I'm going to be dropping a new video about the Brocky Pelma Kalenbergi. So check that out. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next year.